You are about to listen to the full interview with Ian Fisher, sections of which were originally included in our Overton Bridge episode. Ian Fisher is an ex-police officer who runs a dog boarding business. Ian has had a first-hand supernatural experience at Overton while walking a client's dog. He shares with us his encounter, as well as more information about the area. We hope you enjoy. You know, my name's Ian Fisher. I'm a retired police officer uh, who now runs a, a pet care business. Uh, I'm from Alexandria, which is situated in the, the west of Scotland, about uh, 20 miles uh, outside of Glasgow. And could you help paint a picture for our listeners of the surrounding area, kind of around Dumbarton, that area where the bridge is located? Dumbarton, you know, is situated close to where I stay. It's situated in the River Clyde. Um, it's a historic town. It was founded in the 5th century and was uh, once the, the ancient capital of the, the kingdom of Strathclyde. It's dominated by Dumbarton Castle, which was built about 1220, uh, and a volcanic plug. Its purpose was to defend the area from uh, the marauding Vikings. Modern-day town is a population of about 22,000. Um, it's a large whiskey-based industry, and many people also work at the, the kind of nearby nuclear submarine base. Hmm. Interesting. So there's a military base nearby Dumbarton, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, this a British, uh, you know, nuclear submarine hmm. deterrent base. Interesting. So how did you first learn about the dog leaping mystery at Overton Bridge? Um, you know, I first learned about the, the dogs jumping from the bridge, you know, really via the, the local press uh, and from my uh, dog owners. I met whilst out uh, walking. Uh, with my clients' dogs. Did you believe it when you first heard about it? What was your take on it? Um, um, maybe I tended to maybe I just wasn't sure about it. Uh, to be honest, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I stay in Alexandria now. I'd actually moved into the area maybe about you know the ninth, early nineteen nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really just hearing, you know and reading it, the paper. So I really wasn't sure what to make of it. And I know you you actually ended up having a, a strange experience yourself at the bridge. Could you kind of walk me through what happened? Yeah, yeah. Not long after 1999 when I set up the business, I would regularly walk at a client's border collie in the grounds of Overton House. I, and the dog was always reluctant to walk over Overton Bridge which is uh, situated close to the house. And then one day she stopped in her tracks and sat staring at the house. And I, I looked up towards the house and uh, in a window, I could see what I would describe as a grey, smoky uh, a figure of what I looked like a woman. Hmm. And then after a few seconds, you know, this dog pulled in her lead, distracting me. And then when I looked back at the window, the figure had disappeared. But, uh, you know, we then sort of walked off the bridge. I didn't find this sort of thing threatening, but it was obviously very strange. Yeah. I feel, doesn't it feel a little bit like you're playing with fire, walking dogs over, over that bridge? Well, <laughs> doesn't it feel a little risky? <laughs> I always, but always put the, any of my dogs on tail. You know, they're leads. If I'm anywhere near that bridge, 
they go on a lead. Um, after you had that experience, do you still walk over that bridge? I wouldn't say I've been turned off, but as I say, I'm, I'm always there on the, the safe side and so much. Yeah. As I say, that the dogs are always on a lead. Uh, I wouldn't say I walk there regularly, but when I do, I, I, I'm always, you know, safety first. Is there, I heard that um, the city may have actually put up a sign warning dog owners about um, the bridge. Is that is that true? And is that sign still there? Now, I can't say I have ever uh, observed that sign. That's a, a new one on me. Interesting. Okay. Have you ever heard of anyone else who's had kind of similar supernatural experiences on that bridge other than dogs d- jumping off? I, the only one that, you know... Some years ago, I took part in a documentary about the bridge, and during filming, the, the, the author, author uh, Paul Owens, mm-hmm. uh, I think he was a chap that you might said he was prodded in the back while filming the bridge, you know, by some unseen entity. Um, I mean, the only other t- I think I could say that was strange and sad r- relating to the bridge was that uh, in 1994. Uh, thereabouts, there was a local guy who threw his uh, two-week-old baby off the bridge. Uh, and sadly, the baby died. And he thought that the child was the, the incarnation of the devil. But, but I haven't... I mean, none of, none of my clients have, uh, you know, had any incidents. Yeah, I guess... So, because you run a dog, a dog um, boarding business, have you ever had any clients tell you about or heard any story, direct stories of dogs jumping from from people you know? Not direct, no. Do you have any idea, like, how many dogs have jumped from the bridge, from the stories you've heard? I mean, it seemed to start, I mean, the initial, initially got its name as the Bridge of Death going away back as far back as the, the 1950s. Mm, wow. And then, so I think, you know, the sort of stories and, you know, press over the year, you know, you know, the exact number you can, I couldn't put on it, but I mean, it must be, you know, 40, 50, 60, something thereabouts. Do you think people around the town, do you think they, do you think they, they take this seriously and they fear the possibility of their dogs jumping? Or do you think people look at it more as like a local legend? I think people, you know, as the sort of, it's become better known, people tend to, like me, earn the safe side and put their dogs on a lead when crossing over the bridge. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you have any, th- I mean, you work a lot with dogs. Do you have any theories about why they might be jumping off the bridge? Do you think, do you believe it's supernatural in origin or do you think there might be something else going on? I mean, I, I would say the most logical explanation is that the bridge parapet is quite low uh-huh. and the trees surrounding the bridge, I think maybe form a bit of a, an optical illusion and it makes the dogs think that there's no real drop. And it's fairly easy for them to jump up over the parapet. And then instead of being a, you know, a, a, a meter drop, there's something like a 15 meter drop into the, the sort of rocky burn below. But have I seen, having said that, you know, taking my experience into account, you know, could a spiritual influence, you know, come into play? I don't know. I mean, for many years, that house was a convalescent home during the war mm. for, for soldiers and locals. Then it was a maternity hospital. So, I mean, there must have been quite a few people died in that building, you know, from war-related 
wound, you know, wounds are in, you know, in birth. So, you know, there's, that, that is another possibility. But I, I certainly believe, you know, that the, that particular day, that dog, you know, was sensing something. Right. Yeah, but, it's very weird. Know, yeah, I mean, the, sort of, uh, the Border Collies are, you know, regarded as being, you know, the more, one of the more intelligent dogs. And uh, there was certainly, it was aware of something I wasn't aware of until I looked up at that building. Yeah. Are you pretty, I mean, I know that area does have, even I think before the bridge was built, there have been odd stories about the area itself. Um, do you know much about the the history um, of that area and, and the bridge itself that you might be able to touch on? I mean, all I, I really know is, you know, stuff like, you know, roughly when the, the, the house was built and so and I really don't, as I say, I am a sort of what should we call it, an incomer into the, the, this area. So I, I, I really don't know much about things going further back again. I saw a documentary and I think this theory stuck for a lot of people, which was that the there's mink in the area and the smell of the mink is what's driving them off the bridge. But yeah. then Obviously, I heard debates on both sides whether there's even mink in the area. Do you think that theory is could hold true? Have you ever seen mink in that area? I have never seen mink in that area. No. I, I, yeah, I, I, I would tend to think that one's way down. Yeah. The list, to be quite honest. Yeah. Because I mean, when you consider when you consider you know the the, the drop that you know that you're talking of you know a fifteen meter drop, you know the, the, on the bridge, you know I don't really see that you know that any odors or smell been kind of great up on the bridge. I imagine there probably is wild game that's down in the gorge, but um, it is a pretty long drop. Yeah, it's probably yeah. I mean yeah. there will without doubt, but you know be a varying you know. Sort of wild things in the, that area, you know, it's a woody area, so mm-hmm. uh, there's pr- plenty of scope. I mean, I know that that you know mink did escape from uh, mink farms going way, way, way back in lots of areas in Scotland, but to a fair extent, you know, they've been eradicated. Right. Yeah, that's what I was reading. Um, maybe before we go, if you could just kind of just give me a description, kind of of what the bridge, the house, and that area around there looks like. The, the 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 house itself is you know a, a multi-story kind of a imposing building. I would say probably it could be described as being Scots baronial. I think it's the right sort of architectural kind of term for it. Um, the bridge, as I say, you know, is quite ornate, and the, the area is you know is a really pleasant you know woodland mature woodland area. Let us know what you think is happening at Overton Bridge on Twitter and Instagram at strange underscore phenom and on Facebook at strange phenomenon, all one word. Strange Phenomenon is hosted by Ray Terrara. It's written and produced by RJ Blake and Ray Terrara. Theme music by Tara Monk. Additional music provided by Sergi Cheramizanov.